0: That's right. We have an election happening right away in this province and a campaign that's been f- underway for arguably many months uh, removed from the official campaign that's happened this month. Advanced polls opened on Monday and we saw our record turnout. People pretty polarized by this election right now. So where are we at with all of it? We're going to check in right now with our guest, who's a professor of political science at the University of Calgary, Dr. Lisa Young. Dr. Young, always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks. So much for making the time happy to be here i haven't checked in with you in uh, in a little while uh so since we've last spoken there was a leaders debate i want to quickly just get your thoughts on whether or not you think that that debate pushed the needle forward was there a clear winner in your mind
1: i'm not sure there was a winner necessarily um i, I think that uh daniel smith went in with uh, fairly low expectations for her performance and she definitely exceeded those I'm not sure though if she got quite the bumps that she might have expected from that she certainly didn't lose ground but I'm not sure that she she gained a lot of ground either um, there have been lots of questions since about you know whether the things that she said were all entirely true um, and and so we haven't seen the polls moving necessarily in the way that she would have expected I think Rachel Notley didn't have a great night. Um, I think the expectations were higher for her, and she delivered, but but she stumbled on on uh, some of. The, the you know some of the moments where uh, she might have uh, had a chance to shine. So having that happen on the eve of the long weekend, you know maybe only the close political watchers were were paying attention. There's not a lot of evidence um, from the polls over the weekend that this changed minds or or changed the direction of the election significantly.
0: Okay, I'm glad that you brought that up about the fact that this took place right before a long weekend and there's also been a lot going on in our province. I think the the wildfire situation has sucked up a lot of attention, as of course it should. But I wonder if you feel like this campaign, the official campaign that's lasted for a few weeks now, has been as dramatic as you thought it would be.
1: You know, it's been interesting. There's certainly, you know, last Thursday was a whole week of campaign drama all in one day. (laughs) Um, But, and, and, you know, then we had um, information come out about uh, some things that uh, some UCP candidates had said in the past. We saw uh, Danielle Smith distance herself from the UCP candidate who had made really distasteful comments about uh, trans children. Um, We saw the ethics commissioner uh, issue a report during an election saying that uh, Smith had violated the Conflict of Interest Act. And then we had the, the leaders debate all in one day. And I think that part of what happened was that so much of the campaign drama was concentrated in one day that some of it kind of got lost. Yeah. Um, and and then the, the long weekend came around. People returned to you know their, their lives they might not have been paying that close attention to the campaign. So it's been a peculiar campaign that way, that it has had dramatic moments, but it hasn't necessarily taken shape in the way that that we might expect. And again, we don't see a lot of movement in the polls, which is really interesting.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I think that this might have been something that has already been decided in most voters' minds many weeks ago, and I'm glad that you mentioned polling, because this still remains a really tight race, but a lot of people are really engaged. Advanced polling opened on Monday, and we saw a ton of turnout. So what do we expect in terms of voter turnout, contribution to this election?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think turnout is really important in this election. And we, I don't think that we should make too much of the turnout for the advanced polls. We know that increasingly people want to vote at a time that's convenient to them. And so every election that we have, advanced turnout seems to be creeping up. So I don't think we can say based on that that we're going to see high turnout. Mm-hmm. But we know it's a highly competitive election, and that predicts that there will be high turnout. So I, I think that we're likely to see fairly high turnout. And I think really this is now what the, the both campaigns are focused on for the next several days is getting out those supporters who they've identified. They're not expecting to change many minds at this point in the campaign instead they're trying to make sure that the people who support them or who they think are supporting them find their way to the polls whether it's the advanced polls or the polls on election day
0: yeah i mean it seems that people are quite passionate Either way, regardless of how they're going to vote. And I I just really wonder how either of the leaders will govern with what's expected to be such a close margin to win. I mean, how difficult is it going to be for whoever is in power, given how divided we currently are?
1: Yeah, I think there's a real challenge for whoever wins after this election. Um, You know, it's been an intense period of of political conflict. Um, I I think there's a lot of, uh, you know, uncomfortable feelings um, in the electorate. Certainly, you know, here in Battleground, Calgary, you, you walk down the street and see the UCP signs next to the NDP signs and, you know, so many signs. And you sort of wonder, you know what's the the block party going to feel like in a a few weeks? Um, Are people going to be able to set this uh, behind them? And whoever governs is going to have a limited base to govern from. If it's the UCP, they're going to have seats in rural Alberta and part of Calgary. Um, If it's the NDP, they're Only going to have seats from Calgary or from Edmonton and and parts of Calgary, Um, very little outside of the two major centers and really nothing rural. So either way, parties are missing a really significant. a part of the uh, the conversation, or, or the part of the electorate um, that will uh, that will be important. And so, anyone who's governing is going to have to try to reach out beyond their base of support and and signal that they want to govern for the whole province.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be a tough job. On, honestly, one I do not envy at all for whoever wins. How much will alternative parties um, upset that balance even more? Because we talk about it as if it's only the NDP and the UC. There are other parties running.
1: There are other parties running, but I think that because we uh, are understanding this as a two party race and one that's very close. I think it's very difficult for candidates from any of the other parties to gain much support. I think there's a sense that that people need to, um, are are making the decision to choose whichever of those parties is closer to them, whether it's UCP or NDP, often in order to prevent the other one from uh, uh, winning, and um, that means that they're not likely to be, you know, voting with their heart for uh, a third party.
0: It's an interesting moment right now that I think we're in because I think that there is a lot of that right now is you're not actually voting for a party. You're just voting against the one that you, that you really dislike. And again, I think that makes it a really difficult position to try to govern from. This is going to be an interesting few years in our province. Yeah. Count on that in Alberta. <laughs> yes, we definitely can, <laughs> Dr. Young. Before I let you go, I just want to—I uh, just want to check in. Healthcare and affordability, really the key—the um, key issues that, that many voters were concerned about. Has that changed at all during this campaign, or do those two sort of remain the, the main pillars? I
1: think think about you know the policy issues that people are thinking about and that the parties are talking about it's a pretty narrow range of issues and absolutely health care is front and center for many voters affordability and taxation appear to have um, emerged as other issues that, that are distinguishing the parties and that that matter to another segment of voters and then I think Both of the parties have tried to create a ballot question that's less about policy and more about trust and really getting at that question of who do you trust to govern for the next four years. And, you know, pointing across the, the debate uh, floor or um, uh, across the campaign to say you can't trust those
0: folks because. Right. Um, and so it's turned into quite a negative campaign that way. I would definitely agree with you there. Dr. Young, thank you so much for your analysis. Really appreciate the check in. My pleasure. Of course. Take care. That's Dr. Lisa Young, Professor of Political Science at the University of Calgary. In the election now, less than a week away, as we mentioned, advanced polls open up on Monday.